You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. You're listening to episode 111. Ah, beautiful. This is part two, our second episode of our mini series. This is the series on cyclical living and I'm joined by my client, Sarah, today. Sarah is based out of Sweden and you'll learn more about her story in this episode. But this episode is really all about understanding how to connect with yourself, how to self-check in and Sarah guides us through what she's learned through the process along with how she now educates her partner about her own menstrual cycle and the people around her and what it's meant for her in becoming more self-aware. We also talk about body awareness, transforming your menstrual cycle through perceptions and what we believe is the right or wrong thing with a menstrual cycle as opposed to what actually is in alignment for ourselves when we discover our menstrual cycles. We talk about the importance of slowing down, asking for support, and how to embrace the journey of cyclical living. Now, if you love this episode and everything that Sarah has to say, and you feel like you'd like to learn more about your own menstrual cycle and how you can start your journey for cyclical living, you can learn all about this over on my website, head to wellsome.com. In the shop there, you'll find my five-day mini course. You can use the code CYCLELOVE to save on that. That's the five days to getting to know your menstrual cycle, kind of like all the things you wish you had to learn at school, but I'm teaching them to you in under five days. We also have the Well Women Academy, my membership group coaching program, which is all about cyclical living and embracing how to live in tune with your cycle through how you eat, move, live, breathe, function, feel, everything. And then, of course, if you feel like you would like some one-on-one support and you're craving that on your own cycle journey, please head over to my website, wellsome.com forward slash coaching. There's a free PDF download there along with an audio guide through coaching so you can understand the coaching process. I work with a limited amount of women every six months and we currently have a couple of spaces open. So if you'd like to learn more about that, you can head to my website to learn more. But that's a wrap here. Let's jump into the episode and hear what Sarah's got to say about her journey with living cyclically. Sarah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We were just having a good old laugh because before I hit record, I was pretending like I was audio sound checking like, La, 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 la. Anyway, I've never done that before. And I've just recorded that on a podcast episode. So now everyone's going to hear it, which is wonderful. So I'm really excited. This is the second episode of our mini series on cyclical living. And the whole purpose of this series is to really guide women in understanding the journey of becoming a cyclical woman and what that can look like and how that looks like something slightly different for every single menstruator out there. Um, So before we get into it, podcast question that we ask all of our guests is Sarah, tell us what day of your cycle you're on today and how are you checking in in this Oh, man. Um, Let's see. Uh, I should have been, I feel like that's something I should have uh, actually had in front of me. (laughs) Um, I'm on day seven right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, I'm just emerging um just finished my bleed so um I'm feeling very um 
very renewed, you can say, um, and uh, kind of just getting my groove back after, you know, a few resting days, which is always something that I take into consideration during that time. Mm, You do now, don't you? (laughs) Yes, I do. Thank you, Gemma. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing what Dave Rusak you're on. I just think it's hilarious that we've been working together for a while. And for those that uh, are, you going to learn this in this episode, but Sarah is a one-on-one coaching client of mine and we have been working for a little while, but before I jump into all of that and we start to learn about how you became a cyclical woman and living in tune with your cycle. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, who are you? Where are you from? Where do you live? What do you do with yourself? And like, what's a bizarre <laughs> fact that people should know about you? Apart from your beautiful, crazy mm, hair. Let's see. Oh, exactly. My 70s mullet, actually, which is what I'm calling it nowadays. Um, let's see. Um, so as Gemma's already introduced myself, my name is Sarah. Uh, I'm 32 years old. Um, I'm originally a, uh, from New York, uh, New York City. Um, but I've had the great honor uh, to be actually born half Swedish as well. So I live in Stockholm, Sweden right now with my Swedish family. Um, I, uh, I work with a various different things. Um, I like to call myself a Renaissance woman. Um, I don't really work with one thing. Um, I'm on this, the pursuit of knowledge all the time. Um, but in my bag of tricks, I, um, I work as a web developer, um, uh, building platforms for people um, and applications. Um, I also uh, work as a, um, with like um, branding and marketing. So yeah, I'm a woman of many trades. Um, And uh, I, when I'm not in Stockholm, um, I try to live my life, um, my, I like to call my better portion of my life in Bali. Um, and, um, that's where I feel my, my most complete self, um, Mm. obviously, obviously with COVID, uh, that won't be happening anytime soon. So I think Gemma has also been, um, helping me find more balance in my life during these trying times, um, global pandemics all round, really. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting fact Beautiful. about myself. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, among, like I said, I'm a Renaissance woman. So among other things, I also have, uh, interest in, uh, pomology. Uh, so I know how to take care of apple trees and fruit trees and prune them and care for them. And I know how to farm, uh, so I am a woman of many skills. Sorry, everyone. She's taken. You can't take her. She's already taken. She's got a beautiful partner. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your intro. You also are a great chef. Um, yes, exactly. And that too. <laughs> Bali is very much, it's a very similar place to me. I feel very mm. at home in tropical locations. Um, definitely serves my my natural ayurvedic um karikti and varikti balances and bringing harmony together um for like the ayurvedic doshas for those who don't know but but this is about you not about me in bali Mm. 
And I really <laughs> would love for you to share, like, how did you get into discovering cyclical living and living in tune with your cycle? Like, where did that come from? Um, so I have been um, very fortunate enough um, where from a young age, um, I decided not to go on birth control. So uh, I haven't been on birth control for uh, quite a while, but there came a period of time in my life where I felt that um, I needed, I needed something more. I thought that I, you know, like I really wanted to know more about myself and understand how my body works and everything. And I think I went through a shift as well, where I realized that I can't, um, I need, I need more information. I need more tools. Like I said, I'm constantly on the pursuit of knowledge and the only, and I, I believe that my body is a vessel and my vessel, I need to understand how it works and what better way to understand myself than, you know, learning about how to be more in tuned with myself. And I think the, one of the first things I said to Gemma was I want to be more mindful and I think that's when we kind of started diving into what actually mindful means in terms of the tools and abilities that I can I could gain from um, working with Gemma. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how my journey began. Um, yeah, I, I you know, and it, it's crazy that it was almost. I'm so bad with time, but I think it's like a year and a half ago that we started together. Yeah, a year and a half. You were actually living in Bali at the time. Exactly. I was and living in Bali. My question was going to be, how did we meet? Now, do you remember how mm. we met? Because I mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% I remember how we met. It was... Um, the most romantic story you've ever heard, yeah. really. It wasn't so romantic. <laughs> mutual friends. Um, uh, I think... I just asked my mutual friend, my mutual friend was going through, uh, we were, she was going through some stuff and I asked her, she started telling me about it. And I was like, Ooh, I'm living in Bali. And this just sounds exactly like what I need to be doing right now. Um, so yeah, it was because of her that this connection happened. So that's pretty cool. Mm, she, and at the time she was also a client of mine. That's exactly. how it kind of all, it all kind of exactly. unraveled. So let's fast forward a year and a half, right? Mm. Um, before we talk about where and how the journey evolved for you in getting to know mm. your cycle, what does cyclical living look like for you today? Um, yeah, so yeah. a year and a half on the process. And it's interesting because a lot of clients are like, oh, let's just do three months. And then three months turns into six months mm. and six months turns into 18 months. And all of a sudden we're here mm. and we're like, yeah, there's so much to learn, right? So mm. what does cyclical living look like for you this far along in your journey so far? Mm. Um, I think um, there's one thing that I've always, I've had a very hard time with and um, I've always, I think I've been challenged by, and that's the fact that, um, that, I will all the time have to be a hundred percent and I all the time have to be going and going and going and being my best version of myself all the time. Um, but one of the things that I think I gained very quickly and I'm still learning is that I don't have to be on a hundred percent all the time. There are periods of time, um, no pun intended, 
um, where I... Uh, Hannah was totally oh. intended, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I cut you uh, off, go on. No, it's fine. Um, where I'm not going to feel 100% of myself. Um, I'm not going to feel... Um, I'm not going to feel like uh, sitting down and being this bubbly social person, or I'm not going to feel like writing um, an essay or, you know, working on a project. Um, I have allowed myself to turn off and, and be more reflective and turn into myself and understand that I have periods, I have waves, I have time in my time in the month where I'm just not going to be my full full version of myself and it's allowing and accepting who I am and um, also educating others like my partner um, how how I work um, in on a monthly cycle how I am and and telling people hey I'm not and I've become more of an advocate for myself through saying things and being vocal. Hey, I'm not really myself right now because of this. And I need a day off. I need to lay down in bed for a day. Um, I've gotten a lot. I feel like I've given myself more um, leeway and allowing myself to accept um, certain things that I maybe thought was wrong before. Um, And now I've realized it's more natural or not even natural, but I'm, I'm should have those things. I hope that answers your question. I'm really good at rambling, like really good at rambling. <laughs> oh, after eighteen months of working with you, I'm aware of this, but it's not. It's, it was a great ramble, and I love how you mentioned about educating your partner about your cycle, but also yeah. becoming like a self awareness advocate because mm-hmm. knowing thyself is one of the greatest journeys, and I know that for you, when you were like, if I had have said to you when we met. All right, Sarah, and I say this is the beginning of like every mm-hmm. one-on-one coaching um, client session when it's the start of like a six-month process. You know, I guide them through what my goals are for you. And I don't know if you remember, but my goals for you is to become your own best observer. Mm-hmm. My goal mm-hmm. is to teach you how to tune in and, and be able to observe and honour yourself through your cycle. And through Mm. your emotions and emotional Mm. intelligence and feminine and masculine polarity. But I remember when we started, you were like, oh, that'd be really nice to get there. How how does that work? Like, (laughs) that's not going to happen. Clearly, like, there's no way that's like, I would be able to just allow myself to rest. (laughs) So let's go back to now that we know where you're at now and what cyclical living looks like for you. Let's go back to where you were when you started the journey. Like, why Mm. did you say yes? If you think about your health back then, why did you say yes to gaining support and learning about your your cycle in this Mm. way? I wasn't grounded. Um, I was in a very transitional time in my life. Um, And um, I felt that the the most empowering thing I could do for myself was um do grounding practices so and I realized that one of those grounding practices was of course turning into myself and um being more reflective and I realized I needed help and because this is something that I've never explored before or in this capacity in you know like I I guess 
uh, I went to Bali and I kind of had an eat, love, pray moment. Um, and I needed, um, I think I needed the, a little bit of the spiritual component of having that experience in Bali. Um, that's how our journey began also, like you said, because I was in Bali and, um, yeah, so that's how it all started. I think that's what made me start it. Mm, okay, cool. Thank you for sharing. Now tell us like switching gears a little bit. Mm. Um, and this might be like a, a bit of a surprise question, but what is something that you discovered about yourself through this process of getting to know your cycle and learning to honor yourself that has surprised you? That was like, I totally do, do not expect to learn this about myself on the journey. Mm-hmm. So through the coaching process, mm, yeah, learning about your cycle, what have you learned about yourself that surprised you that you weren't expecting? Um, I think, I think I had like a very, hmm, this is that was a curveball, Gemma. That was a really big curveball. Um, total curveball and I'm going to encourage you to to connect like what I would in our sessions is to connect with yourself and trust like the first thing that comes to mind um and ultimately when we we talk about or when the first thing comes to mind it's not really coming to your mind it's coming to your intuition but then it flows Mm -hmm. to your mind because we have to verbally be able to articulate it yeah but what's coming to you that um like that really surprised you I know I can think of a few things for yourself knowing that we've worked together for a while I think one of them would be, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, as soon as I mention it, <laughs> but just how much your body actually never lies. Mm-hmm. You know, think, of, think of some of the experiences that, you, that you've had, especially like with your yoni and your womb space around mm-hmm. your body is always being guided and is always telling you what it needs to deliver. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100% and I and definitely I mean uh, my body has never lied to me like it is never it is never like given me false messages and I think that um I am tuning more into those things and that is 100% something that I've learned um I mean honestly perfect example today like I said to Gemma I said Gemma I have um I have some sort of candida going on in my in my body Literally, if I didn't know, if I, if it, if it was, honestly, if it wasn't for all the time we've spoken about these things and through being reflective and spending that, you know, spending that time connecting and like really checking in with myself. And that's one thing I've learned also is like checking in with myself, doing the check over. How do I feel? Um, how's my stomach feeling? How, I mean, perfect example, like Gemma has come to the rescue today again and um dun, dun, na, na, um, na, na. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean 100% I think you're spot on with what you've said I have to interrupt this episode to let you know that today is sponsored by the Well Women Academy. The Well Women Academy is my signature group coaching program. It's a weekly membership together where we study menstrual cycles, holistic health and how to reconnect with your body. Every month, our Well Women access members-only self-paced educational content across a wide range of formats, including written, audio, video, and guided home study. 
Join me and women from all over the world as together we cover fields of ancestral health, Ayurveda, sexuality, sensuality, holistic health, and everything to do with your yoni. This is your chance to join an international community of supportive women to discover your cycle, your body, ignite your inner intuition, and illuminate your life. It's a cyclical sisterhood like no other, not to mention it's also cheaper than your daily coffee fix. To learn more and to join us, head to wellsome.com forward slash academy. That's wellsome, W-E-L-L-S-O-M-E dot com forward slash academy. Um, what does a check-in look like for you? When you are doing like a body checking, can you walk us through the process of how you do that? Because some people are like, how the fuck do I check in with my body? Yeah. Um, what is it like? How do you do that? Like, how do you like to check in with your body? Well, the first thing I say, it's like, I'm like a doctor. I am Dr. Sarah for a minute. I'm like, Sarah, what are your symptoms? Nurse Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nurse yeah. Sarah. Nurse Sarah. I'm like, what are your symptoms? What are you feeling right now? Oh, do you feel bloated? Um, you're gassy. Um your um your your stomach hurts okay what are these symptoms okay you have a headache and then I start thinking you know like um uh, what what can I do to make myself feel better okay this is what I need then I think the next step I'll do after I start (laughs) self-diagnosing um I'll sit down and I'll be like okay and instead of like freaking out or jumping some sort of conclusion I'll be like okay um, what is the next rational step to do? Like, what should I be doing right now? Um, and I realize, and then I usually just like, after I do that stage, I kind of just ground myself, breathe, do a little breathing exercises and then move on and come up with a plan of attack kind of thing. That's how I usually do my check-ins. <laughs> a plan to execute. We're not attacking anything. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, awesome. Because it and how long does that whole process take? It can take anywhere from like literally a minute to five minutes, depending on what's going on. Um, you know, I don't just do it for health checks. I do it for you know um, my mind and clarity in my heart and and all of these things. I do it for um, for almost every component of my life. And I've become, I've become so much more less reactive and more reflective in my practice. Um, And that has to do also about honestly bringing it back to my cycle and living more secular. I, I try to really importantly, like do more check-ins with myself Um, being like, how do I feel? Do I need to react right now? Or can I wait to react? Um, I think I'm become so much better at doing check-ins with myself. Um, so yeah. Daily check-ins are a must and like tracking, tracking your cycle is, is where it begins, you know, understanding, Mm. okay, where, where am I and how do I feel? But then you're able to apply that to any aspect of your life. Right now, something I would love to ask you is, you know, if you were to relive your cycle journey and get like, think back to it a year and a half ago, if you were to relive this, <laughs> I'm like, I have to laugh out loud because I have a dog chewing one of my hands right now and I'm trying to control myself and my stay composed whilst we record this episode. But I'd love to know how, 
you started your journey in the sense of like, if you were to relive it, what steps would you take? So if there's a woman or a menstruator listening to this, Mm -hmm. who is very much like, okay, I want to know how I can live in this cyclical way and I can, Mm -hmm. chilly, sit down (laughs) and I can connect with myself. How Mm -hmm. would you recommend they do that? Like what steps would they take? Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, a year and a half ago, I think I, I was pretty sure that I needed the help um I was pretty sure that I wasn't sure what kind of help it was going to be but I had an open mind and I think that was the one of the most important things um I think that I you know, I'm, I'm going to have to answer like almost the same thing I said before. I think I, I started, I wasn't really aware of what these check-ins were, but I realized that I needed to start doing something to make myself more, um, more aware and more enlightened to what I needed. And I think the journey just starts by taking one step, like, you know, it could be a small step. Like, you know, I don't think it needs to be something drastic. Like, I'm going to have to change everything right away. Like you don't have to change everything right away. And I think a year and a half on, I think I'm still learning things about myself and um, you know, how to live more securely. I think, I think it's just a matter of trusting your intuition. So if you're a person out there and you're just kind of like, I don't know how to begin or how to start. I think it's just a matter about trying to listen to what your body needs and that's what I did um you know like if you feel like I I think it's just I I think it's more of just really trusting yourself and learning to trust yourself and that's really really hard but if you start that's when doors start opening and doors like Gemma opens and doors like learning more about yourself opens so you know, I think it, those are the first steps, really. And they're really great steps. I think mm-hmm. the one that you mentioned about just trusting yourself, mm-hmm. you know, comes back to the theory that I talk about with expansion and contraction. That, mm-hmm. you know, if something feels expansive and you're like, man, I really need this and I want this so mm-hmm. bad, but how do I make mm-hmm. that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, it's about learning to honor and trust that that is your body and your intuition not your mind, mm-hmm. your intuition saying, this is in alignment for you. Let's move mm-hmm. into this. Let's lean forward into this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it's a really, it's a really beautiful thing when you're able to do that, but it's scary as fuck at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes your body gives you messages that you don't want and mm-hmm. you're like, but I don't want this message. Can you send mm-hmm. it back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it doesn't, it's, it sometimes doesn't work like that, right? Mm-hmm. No, totally, totally. And you know, I think I can say something, you know, slightly personal that like, for example, my sister um, had gone through a journey with pregnancy and everything. And it wasn't a hard, it was a very, very hard journey. But, you know, and like, one of the things I told her was that, and I said, you know, and thanks to Gemma, of course, um, you have to trust yourself, you have to listen to what your body needs. And, um and the more she listened and the more she realized you know I need to open doors for myself I need to help myself um 
that's when things started to fall into place. So I realized like, not only it's really hard, it's really, the reason I say this is because it's really, really hard. It's not, it's not intuitive. Like that. You're just going to be like, Oh, I need help. I'm going to go get help. It's not, it's not, it's a whole new way of thinking. It's a whole new way of thinking. Um, that's really hard really for some is. people. Mm. Totally. And sometimes, and I'll, I'll ask it in a question, you know, what are some of the things that you, or topics that we kind of cover in coaching? Because a lot of the times people, and every cyclical mm. coach is very different. Um, mm. There's a fair few menstrual cycle coaches out there now, but every coach has their own, um outlook and their own approach Mm. to the coaching Mm. process Mm. and for me and the way that I like to practice is that cyclical living and understanding your menstrual cycle is far beyond the cycle Mm. alone and it's not just learning about the four phases it's not just learning about um you know the hormones and ovulation and menstruation it's Mm. it embodies so much more than that like what what aspects of the um coaching process have you enjoyed Mm. I think um our coaching has been very very much about um (laughs) everything around the cycle and everything around the cycle it has not been purely based upon like logic or you know like theory of like menstruation or ovulation or any of these it's based it's been very much everything that orbits around it that we don't even realize affects those things. And I think the most beautiful thing that I think our conversations have have led to is Gemma always is able to like, we've always been able to tie things back to, um, you know, menstruation, you know, uh, all of these things like, you know, ovulation and all of these. And, and I think, you know, everything from a breakup, or, um, you know, gaining weight or, um, you know, losing your job, all of these things affect us. And these are important topics to talk about and iron out, or at least come to the bottom of in order to fully understand and be more in line with our, um, or with our cycle. So that's a lot of what we talk about is everything else around it. And then we always come back to it. (laughs) And you're spot spot on because how is that possible? How is it that in one session, and this hasn't happened with you necessarily, but in a coaching session as an example, Mm -hmm. that I guess it has happened with you, but in a different aspect of your life Mm -hmm. is that, you know, you've had a confronting conversation with your friends. You feel like you guys are on different paths now. The friendship mm-hmm. isn't as solid as what you once thought it was. Mm-hmm. And it's really affecting you emotionally. And because it's mm-hmm. affecting you emotionally, you feel like you're in your void section of your menstrual cycle mm-hmm. all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we sit down and we go through and I guess through Ayurvedic psychology, understand the process and the involvement of why you might feel like you're moving away mm-hmm. from that relationship. And then how could you execute that? And how could you deliver that with love and it be received mm. with love? But then more so, how does that affect your stress levels, your well-being, your sleep, mm. which then impacts your menstrual cycle? Mm. So, yeah, it kind of does come full circle, right? Mm. Comes all the way back around. Mm. Um, so I have a final podcast question for you because we are like yeah. deaf. We could just keep chatting because I love chatting with you. I feel like <laughs> we do this every time we have a coaching session. Is um, what advice would you give to a woman that's just starting out on their journey with their menstrual cycle 
So they could be going, oh, you know what? I really want to come off the contraceptive pill mm-hmm. or I really want to um, learn more about my ovulation or, God, I shit, I'm like in my 30s and I just recognise mm-hmm. that I have this cycle thing and I need to learn about it. Like that would mm-hmm. be great. Mm-hmm. For women who are at the beginning of getting to know their menstrual cycle, um, what advice would you give them? It could be steps, do these steps, go here first, do that, or it could just be general mm-hmm. advice. What would you mm-hmm. suggest? Um, I think, um, it's something, I mean, living in society, living in modern, in a modern society, um, life is so fast and women are taught something there and we don't have time to slow down necessarily all the time, um, to maybe listen to the other thoughts and ideas coming in um you know like as a 13 year old girl you're given a pad or a tampon and decide um my advice is that when you get older or when you reach that uh, that point in the path and you're just like okay what's the next step slow down you know and just take a moment to think about like what do you really want like for example, there's a reason why you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you're not sure what the next next step is, but you realize that there's something that has to happen. And that little aha, aha moment where you're like, ah, there's something there. Follow it. Listen to it. Take a second to really listen to what that's trying to tell you because our bodies never lie. And if you don't know what the next step after that is, you know, just take time. Things t- take time sometimes to fall into place. but. I think slowing down, listening to the signs in between, listening to what your body is telling you, that's how you'll be led on the right path to start this journey and approach this journey with the right questions or the ideas that you need to approach it. That's what would be my advice. I I don't have anything else to add. That's just, (laughs) that's really good advice. Yeah. Liberation and just honoring that you need help or that that's the journey you're being guided to I think is a really beautiful guidance really beautiful Hmm. um says thank you so much for joining us um no it was my pleasure and sharing all of your wisdom I do have a final podcast question to kind of change it up a little bit from what we've been talking talking about and you know I always throw in a spanner in the works when I want to but um I've loved working with you um I love that we our journey so far has always been continued because there's so many multiple facets to the cycle. And I don't know about you, but, you know, I've been on the journey for like, God, over six years now and I'm still learning new facets after six years and you're mm-hmm. at 18 months and it's it's just something that can continue to evolve. So thank, thank you for being on the journey. Mm, it's been my pleasure and it's my pleasure to continue. <laughs> Well, on that note, tell us, final podcast question, what are three guiding things that you wish you knew when you started menstruating about your cycle that you now know today? So let's fast, let's fast forward, let's rewind back to your menstrual years, your first menstruation, your menarche time, and explore how you felt and what are three things you wish you knew then that you now know today? Oh, man, the first one that pops into my head was, um, I wish I was less ashamed 
Um, I wish I was less scared. I wish I was less, um, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, I'm a woman now, but I really wasn't a woman. I was just beginning a journey. Um, you know, fast forward, I can't uh, hear you. <laughs> becoming a woman. Yeah, becoming a woman. Um, I think, um, I think for me, those were, I think, don't be scared. Um, just embrace the journey and listen to yourself. Um, those would have been my advice to my younger self. And can you, and can you, and I don't feel ashamed. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, can you, can you, can I have that advice? Can you give that to my younger self too? Cause I'd, I'd love that <laughs> advice. Um, again, thank you so much for, for sharing and for being here and being an advocate on the cyclical living journey and mm. sharing that with all those around you. Cause I think that's really beautiful and that's how we create a ripple effect. So thank you mm. so much for being a part of this mini series. I have so much love for you and I can't mm. wait to come to Sweden and visit you in person when we're able to fly internationally. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for that too. <laughs> mm. thank Thanks. You, Gemma. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. This is a huge shout out for Shara for vulnerably sharing her own journey with us today on this mini cyclical living series on the Well Woman podcast. I'm forever grateful for people like Sarah. So thank you, Sarah, for sharing your story. If this has resonated with you at, at all and you feel like you would like to take this journey of getting to know your own cycle and gaining this cycle knowledge and awareness so that you too can live cyclically, I'd recommend doing one of two things. One, head to my website and go to wellsome.com forward slash academy. Here you can learn all about my signature program. This is the group coaching Love Your Cycle course. This is my Well Woman Academy. It's a membership group style self-paced program to living cyclically through nutrition, physical, emotion, and spiritual. Everything is inside the academy. That's the first place that you can get started in living cyclically. The second thing is if you've loved this and you'd like to join me in our one-on-one coaching sessions like I have currently been doing with Sarah for a while now, you can learn about coaching on my website at wellsome.com forward slash coaching. Don't forget to scroll all the way to the bottom of the page and download the free coaching information PDF and also listen to the coaching guide audio that I've created just for you. Now, if you mention this episode, you will save 10% off your chosen coaching package and I look forward to helping work with you and support you on your own cyclical living journey thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the well women podcast i trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did if you got a lot out of it too please subscribe and leave a five-star review on itunes or your podcast app this means together we can inspire connect and educate even more women now is there a bestie a sister or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too well take a screenshot of this podcast episode Share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle. 